Welcome back to this nation, back to the DevCon 6 experience, except this one's a little bit different because this one was actually at Shelling Point. Shelling Point is the conference that tags along with so many of the other Ethereum community conferences. There was a Shelling Point at DevConnect. There's a Shelling Point here at DevCon. And so this interview is with Kevin Awaki of former Gitcoin fame and now of super modular fame, the CEO of a brand new company, which is something that he debuted at Shelling Point at DevCon. Supermodular is Kevin Owaki's centralized software company that is built on top of the decentralized Gitcoin protocol, the protocol that he founded. And I think this is a theme that we're going to see moving forward. And it's not the first time we've seen this. Uniswap, for example, and Hayden Adams. Hayden makes Uniswap. And then the next thing he does is he makes Uniswap Labs, a centralized software company built on top of the Uniswap protocol. Now, Kevin Owaki is doing that with Supermodular. And overall, I asked Kevin, of course, about that, building that, and also what role Shelling Point has in the global conversation that is Ethereum. So I hope you enjoy this fantastic conversation with Kevin Iwaki. What's up, Kevin? How's it going? Hey, Jim. How's it going? Oh, you know, just hanging out at Shelling Point once again. Uh, this the Shelling Point has turned into a beast. It's gone real big. That's yeah, a bigger Shelling Point now. <laughs> why, why the name Shelling Point? So Shelling Point is a game theoretic place where people gather without having to coordinate or to communicate about it. And so like a campfire is a, is a shelling point that at night when we all go camping together, we all just go around the campfire without having to communicate around it. And shelling point, the conference is a shelling point for the regen Web3 movement. People are using Web3 to build a better world. And it's gotten so much just like energy really, really quickly. I was talking to Simona a little bit about this earlier. Like, why do you think Shelling Point has grown so fast so quickly? Like, what niche is it serving? Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's, it's Simona's baby. And mm -hmm. I mean, I think you couldn't have planned it SP or Simona's initials, mm -hmm. and Shelling Point is SP also. So there's something in fate here with uh, Simona gets all the credit if things are going well. But I think that what you're really seeing here is a nascent need to have more purpose in protocols that we're building in Web3. How do, as Simona says it so well, how do we create, how do we cultivate human thriving using Web3 protocols and the internet of money? And so I'm here to support public goods, to support local communities and create more human thriving using Web3. And I think that you're seeing there's a lot of latent demand from people who want to use Web3 to make a better world for everyday humans. And that's why Shelling Point is growing. So, for the listeners that weren't able to make it, what kind of vibe is Shelling Point here? Like, what are the themes of content? What's kind of the purpose? What's the overall gist of Shelling Point for the listeners that can't make it? Yeah, well, I mean, I think the vibe is definitely kind of like earthy and, and green. I think that there might actually be some green behind us in, in the video. And I think what you're seeing is people who are building protocols for impact, whether that's like, you know, Gitcoin and quadratic funding or civil resistance or impact certificates. There's just kind of a diversity of protocols that are being built around the Regen Web3 movement. And this is our place for, it's a shelling point for us to come together and to discover each other and hopefully collaborate on each other's work. And what I would like to see is that the next market cycle, all of these impact entrepreneurs are some of the top growing protocols in the next market cycle. And what would have to be true to rotate capital and talent from the projects that just have the best Ponzi-nomics into the projects that have the most impact on the world? How can we kind of like align capital and talent to go into those things? And that's what we're working on here. So I think this, of course, we like this frontier metaphor. And I think what you just stated is what Shelling Point is really on the frontier of, is rewiring these Ponzi-nomic games that have, you know, more or less plagued, or whatever you want to call it, plagued crypto throughout history, and now we are trying to re-architect it into being for public goods. How would you describe it, if you had your own words? 
I mean, I think, you know, we can program our values into our money with programmable money, and you're going to see anything from, like, Ponzi schemes to things that regenerate the world built out of the Web3 movement. I mean, I think that, you know, there's a certain number of, like, growth hacks that have been pioneered in DeFi that Regen Web3 will probably leverage, and there's certain ones, like the unethical ones or the fragile ones, that I think that they won't. And, you know, the real opportunity, I think, you know, since you used the frontier metaphor is like, I think that Web3 has done a really great job of capturing the minds of money people, people who want to get better yield on their assets. Um, but 99% of humanity, their financial lives is not their bank accounts or their investments, it's their jobs and it's their communities. And so if we want Web3 to be able to enter those communities, we've got to have anti-fragile things that are good for our local communities in order for Web3 to enter those spaces. And, and this is 95%, 99% of the world. And that's the frontier that I think Shell and Coin and Regen Web3 is pointing towards. So I can't wait for the next market cycle and to see the ecosystem of Regen Web3 really start to grow. I think that's like the third trailing point that's ever occurred and by far the biggest. And it's always super refreshing, especially in the middle of the bear market where like activity is just kind of down. Yeah. Uh, the shelling point region world of crypto is actually at its all-time high in energy. Yeah. And, and it's just something that's so like refreshing to see that like the, yeah. the energy here is not reflective of the depression yeah. that you see on crypto Twitter, for example. Yeah. What's your take on that? Like, what do you think when you see all these people here? Yeah, well, I mean, you and I are second cyclers, right? So we kind of know that there's going to be really high highs and like really low lows, and you start to ride those out and hopefully have a little bit of fun. And I think that, you know, one of the really great things we've seen, you know, and as you know, I run a podcast called the Green Pill Podcast on the Bankless Network. And, you know, I was looking at the analytics, I think it was with Brian or someone on your team, and like number go up on like podcast downloads for Greenville. Actually, you should subscribe to the Greenville podcast at Greenville.party. <laughs> but basically, number go up. And I think it's the reason is that even in the depths of the bear market, people are intrinsically motivated to make their communities better and to make the lives of their friends and family better. And I think that it's that that provides a higher floor than a lot of other markets that just sort of like that intrinsic motivation to work on Regen Web 3. Yeah, this is kind of how I think about crypto at large is that the crypto, you know, machinations of the bubbles, right? It goes up, it goes down, it goes up, it just goes down. It always hits a new floor, mm -hmm. right? There's always a new higher floor. And that is true both on prices, that's both on user retention, on user activity. And it's that floor that I think is supported by the regen public goods side of things. Yeah. And that is the floor. And that's why I think the Greenfield podcast hasn't seen a drop in viewership. It's only gone up. Well, actually, if you go look at the bankless views, it tracks crypto prices, right? It went yeah. up with crypto prices, it went down with crypto prices. But we have things like Greenpill and like also just the reason why people are here and why crypto never actually ends up getting smaller every single cycle yeah. is because the sticky people are here because of the regen reasons, not the Ponzi reasons. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, one of the things I'm most proud of, I mean, I think most of your listeners may know me from launching Gitcoin Grants, which is one of the top crowdfunding platforms in the ecosystem. I'm really proud that Gitcoin Grants is running several million dollar rounds, even through the bear market. And I kind of think of quadratic funding as this way of allocating capital. When the VC capital dries up, when, you know, other people are deploying, hopefully we can build Gitcoin Grants into this ecosystem that's always kind of uh, funding even through the bear markets. And, you know, I meet people from the 2018 and 2019 cycle to say that they just lived off of their Gitcoin grants donations, which I think is awesome. And you know, the fact that Gitcoin grants was some of the first capital into projects like Yearn and Uniswap and One Inch Exchange in the last cycle just makes me wonder what projects we're funding this cycle that are going to be the breakouts of the next cycle. So it really does make sense to stay through the bear markets and to continue allocating capital and attention to projects 
because then you're there for when things turn around and it's just really exciting the energy here at Shelling Point and in the Web3 ecosystem and I can't wait to see what it culminates in. Yeah and of course uh, for those of you that don't know, Bankless is a Gritcoin alumni uh, and so we can definitely attest to the usefulness of Gitcoin as a funding mechanism to make it through the bear market. Kevin, you recently announced something here at Shelling Point. Can you talk to the listeners who missed the announcement about what you announced? Yeah, so uh, disaffiliated from leadership in Gitcoin, and I believe in Gitcoin in many ways. It's my life's work, but I felt like because I was the CEO and founder and kind of the outsized personality in the DAO, that it made sense to distance myself a little bit from leadership. And you know, the DAO needs to be governed by the community that it serves. That's the loop, is the consent of the governed in these Web3 communities that we want to maintain. That's the legitimacy of the governance. And so I've disaffiliated from Gitcoin DAO, and I am now the founder and CEO of a project called supermodular.xyz. And you can go to the website at supermodular.xyz and see that we are a venture studio built on top of Gitcoin's protocols. Okay. So basically, like as early consensus was to the Ethereum ecosystem, building things that Ethereum newly enabled for the world. Supermodular.xyz is building things that only Gitcoin's protocols and the civil resistance and quadratic funding they enable allow. So we're going to be, I think that we've got some interesting projects coming up and I'll be announcing those hopefully at Shelling Point in Denver in 2023. So you're building in the app layer around the Gitcoin protocol. That's right. Yeah. Also, can we just celebrate that there actually is a Gitcoin protocol now? Uh, <laughs> I launched it as a centralized platform in a monolith back in 2017. It did a lot of good for people, but we're kind of naming the new company Supermodular to repent for our sins of building a centralized monolith. Now we're <laughs> modular and decentralized protocols are the future, and I've seen the light, and it's been a long, painful transition, but Gitcoin Passport is out. Gitcoin Grants Hub and the Round Manager protocols are all out in alpha, and I'm hopeful that the next Gitcoin Grants Run will be on the decentralized protocol. So there's actually a protocol to build upon now, and I feel like, man, Gitcoin's seen a lot of things, but becoming a decentralized modular protocol, I think, is a huge reinvention for it, and, and I'm here for it. And Kevin, I hope this is a microcosm for many, many platforms moving forward. And we've seen this at Uniswap too, right, where Hayden Adams and the Uniswap team built Uniswap and now they're building Uniswap Labs as like a software company on top of the protocol. And so I think this is a path that many pioneers are carving. First they build the protocol, and then they like retire into their own app layer that they've established. And by retire, I mean just another startup, but now in the app layer. And so I think this is going to be a pattern that many, many, many founders follow in your footsteps, you and Hayden and all the others, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really fun. Like, I think that, you know, I've been in crypto for multiple phases full time, and I was even in it part time before that as a hobbyist. And some of the most interesting projects I think are going to come from entrepreneurs that have been through multiple cycles and have multiple phases to their career. It's a super modular is the next phase of my career, and I'm just so lucky that it's built on the past phase, which is Gitcoin, and also just all of the things around Gitcoin that have grown up about. I'm gonna just give a shout out to like Giveth and CLR Fund and Proof of Humanity, things that are built adjacent to Gitcoin, and because they're modular, we super modular can build on top of those as well, and the sum is greater than the whole of its parts. So it's a really great ecosystem for multi-stage entrepreneurs because there's just so much to explore and so much to build. 
Kevin, the number of people here is an attest to much of the legacy that you've built with Gitcoin. And I'm looking forward to seeing what you are building with Supermodular. Are you excited to be a builder again or of another startup? Yeah. Or like, what's your emotions about I, this? I think it's pronounced Biddler. Biddler, uh, first off. Um, and, 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 and part of my transgressions. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> well, no, I, uh, so the first thing I'll say is like, thank you for the nice things you said about shelling play and Gitcoin. But I really, really have to emphasize that there are hundreds of people that worked on Gitcoin DAO in the last market cycle and on shelling point and it's all credit to them and as the founder I will always get more credit than is due and we'll get more blame than is due and so I think that it's really important that people see that Gitcoin is this ecosystem of people and not just me. But yes, I am excited to be a builder again, and I'm really excited to kind of- Builder? Oh no, I transgressed my own thing. But yeah, the cool thing is that because everything is modular now, like I can kind of build on top of Gitcoin as being on top of it. And it's just fun to be advancing and trying, pushing new frontiers, but still be leveraging the stuff we built before. Build it before. Kevin, thank you so much for your time. Cheers. Cheers.